You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. It's been a long time coming to the podcast sphere. Football ephemera and it's finally here. We're not talking games or stats and there will be no typical sports radio chats. Uh, talk about helmets, who got the best man? Todd and Marcus, yeah, they'll select one. But the rest got no chance. No chance in hell, No chance. Championships aren't always won in week three, but they definitely can be lost in week three. We're uh, slowly but surely trudging our way through this this little thing called No Chance in Helmet, uh, the Lamborghini of NFL Helmet Podcasts. I am the head coach, general manager, what have you, of this uh, ragtag bunch of guys. And if you would have heard uh, No Chance in Helmet After Dark uh, before we started, we had a lot of good conversation, uh, some some talk of Refrigerator Perry as a G.I. Joe figure and who's the greatest uh, NFL team of all time, but that's left on the cutting room floor. And we're here to talk one thing and one thing only, and that is historical Historically great NFL helmets. Uh, I'm Tim Taylor, and I'm joined as always by Todd and Marcus. Marcus, how in the heck are you? You smell it. Football is in the air. I'm good. Um, I'm ready to talk some head helmet head, and I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for football to be back because uh, the opportunity jar is a little light. So. Uh, Ready to get back at it. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, they, you know, I'm ready to talk helmet too. When isn't a good time to talk that? But I'm with you. I think this year I may have to go to the sports betting window at my local casino. Not casino, casino, yes, because I ain't losing this year. <laughs> <laughs> are you the type of guy that puts a bet on the beginning of the season looking at like who's who's going to win the Super Bowl and just rolling the dice on that? No, but that's also because I would never do the the online betting. I'm not an online bet guy, but you know when they legalized it, it was during the pandemic, so I didn't really go out and do it. So now this, you know, now that it's it's legal, I might I might go hit some uh go hit some. And I and and I might take a swing on the team that I think's going to win the Super Bowl. So well, giving uh, people the oppor- giving you guys the opportunity to look and see uh the odds to win the Super Bowl for the 2022-23 season. Bills are 6 to 1. That reminds me, I got to place an opportunity right now. Uh <laughs> the Bucks are 15 and 2. And then the Packers, that doesn't sound right. How are the Packers 11 to 1 odds? Easy easy division. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, surprise! Let's see. Chiefs are eleven to one as well. The Las Vegas Raiders are thirty to one. 
I could win $30 on a buck, I think. You sure could. Um, and if you had the testicular fortitude to dare bet on the Houston Texans, it is 300 to 1 odds. Ooh. See, I'm the, I'm the sucker that'll throw down a bet on a high odd because I look at it as my win to, to loss ratio is pretty damn good. Right. Uh, but for one dollar for three hundred, I'd do it. Like I wouldn't go in and drop a hundred. Right. But it'd be, as a gag, it'd be like I'd have my pick, and then I'd go uh, three hundred to one. Boom! Here's a dollar. For sure. Just get it get it in out of the way. Mm-hmm. How long do we have to wait for this opportunity, Marcus? Uh, as soon as I can find the team, there it is. Let me. Uh, Don't tell me it. you're opportunitying on the preseason. Oh no, not preseason. I'm placing an outright bet right now. If you can see it. This is a team I'm placing money on. It's hard to see it. Um, I saw that. The Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Fly, Eagles, fly. Um, I'm a believer in this offense. They have a tremendous run game that they're. I expect them to continue to improve on. They've uh, added some playmakers, which was a huge, uh, huge area of concern last season. Uh, the defense is really good. Um They've got some youth and some veterans mixed in. They look to be aging out uh, uh, some of the, some of the veterans they got there, like Fletcher Cox, uh, along with some others. Um, I, I and again, easy division. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to self implode like they usually do. Uh, I don't think the Commanders are anything to be concerned with, and the Giants. Uh, well, the season's over already, so uh, they're playing for 2024, 2025. So I like the Eagles' chances. Sounds and this good. is to and win. This was to win the whole thing. To win the whole thing. <sighs> yeah. I, I. You know what? I still have to get the the whatever we need to get shirts made for No Chance in Helmet. And I think whatever whatever we sell in shirts, we just take that money and whatever we agree <laughs> on, we bet on. You that know makes what I mean? sense. Like, like football, be like what a parlay. You know, whatever. Just like Marcus Tim, you like this team? I like you know at these odds, all the t-shirt money right on that. You know. Boom. Perfect. That sounds great. Now that's enough actual football talk for this helmet <laughs> podcast. Uh, to let you all in, if this is your first time listening to us, do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to episode one, episode two. We've already covered the Easts and the Norths of both the, of both conferences. So if you're missing out on what we've uh, covered and what has made the top of the heap, for both uh, the AFC and the NFC East and both of the NFC and AFC North. Uh, you can check that out on all your podcast catchers or on the soon to be named network, soon to be named network.com soon to be named network.tumblr.com. It's your home for this and so many other podcasts, including, but not limited to uh, Joe's or not Joe, the other Joe Todd's fantastic offerings of uh, long box heroes, long box heroes after dark, as well as porch talk, uh, a, a pearl of great price for the entire <laughs> network. And Marcus uh, joined with me uh, for final wrestling place. Um, Fantastic shows. So many other things to cover on the network. So many other things to watch at STBN network on Twitter is your spot to catch it. And if we have guest appearances on other podcasts, like when uh, Todd brings blue cheese to wings on wings also on the network, but it's there or um, whenever uh, Marcus uh, moonlights on other podcasts or whenever Joe is winning wrestling trivia. Um, Spoiler. 
you know, <laughs> look, it's already happened. No, I uh, cat's out of the bag. We've already popped that pickle jar and it's gone. There you go. Got to tight. Make sure it's right. Uh, but this episode, you can tell by the title, we are in the South. AFC, mm-hmm. NFC South. Uh the Texans, the Colts, the Jags, the Titans, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints, and the Bucks. One helmet will reign supreme for each of these eight teams and make their way into our playoff seating where all of the divisions will fight amongst themselves until one stands tall. Uh, but uh, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Uh, Todd, do you want to start AFC or NFC first? Um, I'm going to start with the AFC. I think we'll do that. And if you'd like to follow along, uh, helmethistory.com, right? Yes. Helmethistory.com is our, our Bible, so to speak. It's our previews of, uh, what we've got in store from the history of everything, uh, here that NFL players from now until the beginnings of the league, um, have worn on their heads, um, so thank, a big thank you to HelmetHistory.com. Uh, so many other helmets we could cover, too, if we ever run this back. Uh, there's the CFL stuff, and there's both XFLs, and there's the American Alliance of Football. Um, the AF. Yeah, the USFL, home of the Virginia Beach Destroyers. Virginia Destroyers. Um, home of uh, Jay Gruden. When he was a head coach before he eventually became a, a problematic football team head coach. And a problematic head coach. Well, that as well. Uh, so, Marcus, uh, Todd's gone AFC. Where would you like to start? Uh, I would like to get my least favorite franchise out of the way right away. And that would be the Indianapolis Colts. Now, why, why exactly are the Indianapolis Colts... On your on your boo list. Growing up a Kansas City Chiefs fan, uh, there was many a November, many a December and January uh, where Peyton Manning would just drive a stake right through my childhood heart <laughs> uh, and eliminate my Kansas City Chiefs from either playoff contention or the playoffs themselves. Um, so, yeah, not a big Colts fan. And current day, I'm not a Colts fan because – Year after year, they have they're praised by the analytics community, which I don't hate in football, but they're praised for always being under the salary cap, always having plenty of money. But they haven't; they've never solved the quarterback issue since Andrew Luck left. Uh, Andrew Luck left early because they didn't know how to manage the team and how to protect him and give him the proper weapons. Um, I think they're just vastly overrated as a franchise um, and people just look at the cap number and they look at a couple big names on the team and a couple draft picks that hit and they're like, oh, this is this is a team uh, that's well run and, and a front office that really knows what they're doing. I think they're enthusiastic. I, I think they absolutely uh, love their franchise and, and love the city, but um, just the results aren't there for me, uh, for the Colts to have this aura about them that they're actually really well run. Um yeah, so I'm not a Colts fan. Um, but that said, let's get into my least favorite Colts helmet. And that's going to be uh, the 2010 helmets that they busted out. Now, they mostly busted them out for preseason games. Um, it's the the all-blue jammies 
with mm-hmm. the stripe going down the middle, um, the double Colts on each side of the stripe. Um, but not a good look. Um, just not a fan of that. And anything that's been on Peyton Manning, um, that's going to get a boo for me. <laughs> uh, so I will nominate my favorite helmet of the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, and that's going to be all the way down to the 1990, ooh, almost at the wrong year, uh, the 1978 to 1994 helmets. Okay. Um, I don't think of the Colts as a flashy franchise. Uh, again, Indianapolis, Nap Town, a sleepy town, <laughs> another blue collar town. Um, so I don't think there's anything really f- flashy about this franchise just the the horseshoe or whatever on the side of the helmet plain white helmet a stripe nothing fancy uh i feel like that best embodies the colts what do you say todd i'm gonna go 100 with you on the worst is those uh those blue with uh with the two uh horseshoes on the back which are also like they were the 2010 but they were the throwbacks to 54 55 uh, that's the absolute worst. And I think that anytime they have the two horseshoes on the back of the helmet, it looks awful. Looks terrible. It literally looks like a horse actually kicked somebody in the back of the helmet and left the imprint. <laughs> and like you got donkey kicked and that's never good. You know? So I, I absolutely just, just despise that look. And I'm with you on, it's a simple helmet, no matter what you choose. And uh, like I said, the blue doesn't even have the, the, the horseshoe on the side. So that kind of sucks, but I'm a bit different on the, the helmet. I like for the Colts. I'm more of a 95 to 2003 helmet, but that's because it's the same look. It's the same thing that you chose, but it's got a blue face mask to mix things up, to add a little color to um, an otherwise just blue and white uh, helmet. And that would be a gray face mask. But here they give it blue, and I just think it it pops a little bit when you have a plain, plain helmet. And it's the same with the stripe and the numbers on the back, but that's the only difference. And I guess the blue might have been... Uh a design a functional design to help hide the tears of peyton manning uh with every postseason heartbreaking loss now how do you feel about peyton now that he's a fun guy and an announcer do you still hate him Nah, i still hate him he sucks he's not that funny wow i like peyton i do like peyton but what about that snl sketch where he's like literally beaning kids with the football great i see you trying to choke back a laugh isolated incident no, man, that's H.O.P. He, he did, that's Hyde Powers. He did one funny. I always thought he was great on Saturday Night Live. And um, another person, and this is going to come around, so give me one second. Another guy I always thought was funny on Saturday Night Live was Justin Timberlake. So what I always wanted was I, I, I dream booked a buddy comedy with Justin Timberlake and Peyton Manning. And what happens is... Uh, they have they have a uh, garage sale slash you know at, at Peyton's house and Justin accidentally sells all his memorabilia and they have to go on a cross country trip to get it back but they lose all their wallets and uh, various things happen they get chased by somebody who's trying like something got swapped and there's criminals involved and along the way they have to do two things one because they run out of money Justin Timberlake has to enter a, car- a karaoke contest to win money so they can keep going and then Peyton has to throw a football to hit a lever 
to close a drawbridge so they can get away. That's my movie. Anything else you want to do, but that's my movie. Has nothing to do with helmets, but I thought you'd like it. Welcome also, to Smokey is the Bandit. There you go. <laughs> also sounds like um, O.J. Simpson in Las Vegas in October 2000 or September 2007. Slightly different. Slightly yeah. out, different outcome. But Peyton didn't purposefully sell his stuff only to then try to rob someone and get it back. Neither did right. OJ. But uh, so okay. which one, which one back to helmets? Which one do you think? Yeah, uh, Marcus, with the the blue face mask or just the regular one? I don't know. I got no problem going with the blue. Uh, I'm always down to add a, a splash of color uh, mm-hmm. to these uniforms. So uh, the blue's fine with me. I think we can. Uh, am, am, oh, that's a tough word for me to say. I think we can just agree on that. Okay, that Fair sounds enough. good. Am, Colts, am, Colts am, are am, out of the way. Am, uh, am, am, Amicably. 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 It's like abdominal stretch. But, uh. Yes. So, is it my turn to pick? It is, but I'm not going to let you off the hook. Marcus decided he was going to go on a tirade to end all tirades about how much he hated the Colts. Do you have an NFL franchise that grinds your gears as much as uh, Marcus's Colts? See, and you're going to take this as a bit. But I literally hate all the Raiders' 31 rivals equally. Right. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? They have 30. I'm trying to think of a team that I actually hate. Like, I kind of hate, uh, and people are going to think once again, it's what it is, is the Steelers just because as a Raiders fan, the Immaculate Reception, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But uh, I usually don't I usually don't think that way. For a while, it was the Patriots, like, but that was because of certain rules that weren't rules. Um, and things have we discussed on a past show, it's kind of fallen apart with the two with the coach and the 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 quarterback. But the closest had to be the Patriots. Like I, I would tweet out all the time, like world peace or a Patriot loss, I will choose the Patriot <laughs> loss every time. <laughs> That is so. fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. And of, just to round things out, of course, for me, uh, I I root for I used to root. Well, I still do. I root for two teams every Sunday or Monday or Thursday. It used to be the commanders. Now it's the Chiefs. And That's right. Whoever is playing the Cowboys. Ooh, the yeah. Cowboys can go to H. I got nothing to say good to say about quote unquote America's team go away. Yeah. Yeah. I could get on board. I can get on board with that. And it sucks because they travel. Well, there's always, no matter what sports bar you go to on, on a football day, there's the half the bar is full of Cowboys fans. Yeah. I hate it. Right. And not to travel back, but with the Patriots, one of the things that really bothered me about Patriots fans too was uh, whenever they'd win and they'd have they'd win the Super Bowl and the crowd would be chanting Yankees suck. I'm like, you have a team that has won the Super Bowl like five times. Like praise them. Keep baseball out of this. You know, they're one of my three worst like fandoms. Eagles are the other one and uh, Cowboys are the other one. So I think painful. we may have discussed this, but I tend to ramble on. So it's all good. Let's rein you back in. Texans, Jaguars, Titans. 
I'm going to go for an easy one. I'm going to go with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars, as they the, say. The Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, best and worst. Um, I'm going to start with the worst of the Jaguar helmets, which is 2013 to 2017. Um, if you get a side shot of them, yes, that's a perfect one. It looks like somebody left the front of that helmet on the stove burner <laughs> and it singed the front of that helmet. That helmet should be all puke gold. I don't know what color that is, but it doesn't it look like, cause it's not a line. It's wherever they want it to go. It goes up over the helmet. It looks like somebody burned that helmet and it's overdone something. It just looks terrible. It looks God awful. I don't like it at all. That's all I got on that. I, I think it, it, I'll speak for myself of all the helmets. The Jaguars got, I like this one the best. Oh, I love the gradient from black to puke gold Mm -hmm. Um, just because it's different. Like, and it's not different bad. It's, it's definitely creative. It, it makes me think of um, like the Oregon ducks, not to talk college football, but I feel like the ducks were always doing something fun and funky with their helmets Mm -hmm. This is definitely in that same vein. Um, but my opinion doesn't necessarily matter. Uh, so what? Uh, so I think that only leaves like one helmet for the Jags, right? No, there's there's a couple. Um, I a think couple. there's one that starts out. It's a little different. But then that leaves the 90. Uh, the I have the 95 to 2008 as the best. uh, uh Yes, that one right there. I just like it's solid. It's got the Jaguar on the side, black face mask. It just, you know, they don't have too many, so I'm trying to, you know, make it work here. But that's the best you're going to get out of the Jaguars team. Marcus, where do you stand? Best and worst. Um, I think I think their worst is probably their... Probably their current helmets, which is my the one I chose, yeah, because <clears throat> they're just boring to me. However, if we're gonna talk favorites, my favorite is the 2013 to 2017 Todd's least favorite. Wow, they are, they are my favorite, not in execution, they're poorly executed. These are bad helmets, but they are fun for a nothing happening franchise. And if I'm going to be watching a bad product outside of two seasons uh, <laughs> that they that they've had, I think they had one. Was, was it the was it '99? Remember they played the Steelers in the playoffs. I can't remember what year it was. Right, right. right. Was it their expansion year or close? Yes, because the two expansion teams that year were really good because the way they they pulled all the players from other teams, mm-hmm. which they'll never do again. But go ahead <laughs> and. Uh, and then uh, I think the I think it was the 2014 team uh, that also played the Steelers in the playoffs and end up going to the AFC Championship game. Um, outside of those two seasons, this is uh, pretty much a nothing happened franchise. As any chance I had of being all elite also flies out the window there. Uh, but I would I would prefer to like watch this team with those helmets. Now I would make an alteration drastically, and I would move 
the black of the helmet all the way back to like past the crown and then just start fading in the the puke yellow gold color hmm. um and pat, like tilt the jaguar logo so it's coming out of the the gold um as opposed to just being kind of arbitrarily placed <laughs> in the middle with no rhyme or reason uh so these could definitely be better but they are fun for an otherwise unfun franchise so that's why they're my pick so basically marcus is saying this is a good helmet if we systematically changed a bunch of things about this helmet oh that's what i could would do to make better even, right, okay. even without the changes uh this is their best helmet um, I, I really don't, I, cause I see the, where this is going. This is one of those that if we butt heads, Tim is the coin flipper, the guy who chooses. And since you're both on the same page, let's just put it this way. This isn't the hill I'm willing to die. <laughs> well, so you know what I'm saying? Here, here's the thing though. Marcus hates the current helmet. You mm-hmm. picked a later helmet. Oh, I, oh, yeah, that's right. I picked the 95 to t- 2008. Yeah, right. So oh, I'm sorry. I got confused. there. There's a possibility that Marcus could concede on the older helmet with the less. I think the biggest difference between the current day helmet and the older helmet is the coloring of or the, the teal that's right. in the logo. Uh, is definitely more emblazoned in the new helmets as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, these. So, um, Marcus, are you willing to meet in the middle or are you uh, firmly planted by the water and you're telling Todd to move? It's an audio podcast. Crossing your saying. arms, crossing your arms, and leaning away from the leaning away from the camera is a great dramatic effect. If this video is on Patreon, no, but instead I'm going to cut out about six seconds of dead air, and it's literally going to sound like you just answered my question. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, not you, Marcus. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> and if you need me to be the bad guy, I'll be the bad guy. Like. Listen. If this you don't want to, if you don't want to break your friendship, your newly budding friendship <laughs> with Todd Roker, that's fine. I'll be that guy. I'll be. Well, him. here's the thing. I know that the the helmets I picked are bad helmets. You did but say it's a, you. It's a bad franchise. You did literally start your argument for why this helmet was the best helmet of the Jaguars by saying this is a bad helmet, but. So I'm automatically in the wrong. So I feel like I, I have the need to I, – if anybody's going to concede here, it has to be me because I my argument was that it's a bad franchise, so they should have a bad helmet. That's at least fun. So uh, by, by uh, definition and in the spirit of this exercise, I will concede. Okay. I'll take the win any chance I can get. Yeah, I know you're <laughs> wrong. But of my mind, like I don't think the Jaguar helmet is going deep into the playoffs. So it's like you oh oh no the really bad team snuck in in a weak division <laughs> right oh no oh is that going to be able to take down what like is that going to be able, is the jaguar helmet going to be able to take down the white and black cincinnati bengals wait and see you know so whatever <laughs> whatever helmet we pick i'm fine with right uh, if he's going to give ground I'll take ground yeah ground was given and ground is taken the mm-hmm. the 95 to 8 to 2008 uh, 
Jaguars advance. Uh, Marcus, we're down to the Texans and the Titans. Well, we're kind of on a roll with expan- expansion franchises, so I'm going to go with the Texans. A non-conventional uh, expansion team, but still an expansion team nonetheless. And, I mean, this is going to be a quick one as they've had one helmet uh, for the duration of their franchise. But this season, they are debuting an alternate. And by de facto, I prefer the alternate, even though they haven't taken the field with it yet. This would be the second time in No Chance in Helmet history that a unworn helmet has the possibility of making it into the playoffs. Uh, but uh, Todd could play spoiler here. Uh, Todd, are you going with the navy blue helmets or are you going with this big red? Uh, I, this is how I'm going to preface this. They Both of them are not a bad helmet. They don't because they've only had one helmet for their franchise, as Marcus says. And then they have this alternate that's never been worn as of this recording because this is going to be forever, this podcast, for sure. um, out there. Uh, I, I like the, 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 the regular one, but that metallic red Texans helmet is sweet. I have to say, I mean, it's not much of a different from the regular one, but that's going to scream uh, on HDTV. Mm-hmm. That's going to look good. Red is one of those colors for football that works really good against the green backdrop of the turf. So that's going to look really good. And with the red and blue, because it's just the opposite, the blue helmet has red and blue. So you're just swapping one color. It doesn't. They didn't mix it up a lot. Right. They took what worked and they kept it. They just went, make it a negative, and we're good to go. So I'm with Marcus on this. Very easy. Now. Sure, when you have two helmets, it's not hard. It's yes. Now, here is where things get very interesting because Mm. with the last team in the AFC South, we're actually doing two teams because the Tennessee Titans lineage also crosses over into the Houston Oilers. Mm -hmm. I am making you pick one for the entire franchise. The Oilers are the Titans. The Titans are the Oilers. One helmet to rule them all. Todd, you start worst first, then your best. Um, I would have to say the worst might be the 2018 to current, uh, the actual Titans, uh, helmet. I just think it's boring. It's got a T on the side. I'm trying to remember if on the, cause some of them have like weird coloring when you do. Yeah. It's just the Titans with the flaming T, which is like a sword, I'm not big on it. Um, the other one maybe is uh, the 99 to 2017, which is the same helmet of those two. That's the better Titan helmet. The emblem on the white. I don't think the emblem on the blue looks as good. And then you have a blue uh, face mask with the white uh, with the white helmet, not the other way around. I think of the the Titans helmets, that's the best. But I'm going to speak out and go, none of the best are a Titans. It's an Oilers helmet. The Oilers are a great, as a matter of fact, I was an oil that the Oilers were my second man team. And they were kind of my team when the Raiders left Oakland and went to Los Angeles. I didn't like when they went to Los Angeles, did like when they went to Vegas. 
That's my town. But um, so I kind of always had a soft spot. Warren Moon, blah, blah, blah. Um, the 81 to 98 is one of the best helmets in the history of football. The red, the two red stripes over the top with the blue in the middle with the oiler, the oil rig up the side in blue outlined by red with a red face mask. I'm passionate about this, Tim. I'm passionate about this, Marcus. That is one of the greatest helmets ever worn by a football player. Whew. I'm not going to sway the witness at all, but you doggone right it is. This helmet is, <laughs> if we're going back to the quarter, the quarter gimmick, you wanted an Oilers helmet. Uh, not because the team was any good, but this helmet is chef's kiss. Uh, mm -hmm. But Marcus, uh, it is up to you to either break or make our hearts content. Uh, let's start with the worst first and then s drive the knife in very slowly. You can take everything that Todd said, clip it, and place it here again. <laughs> I am okay. in 100% agreement about everything he said. From the current helmets being whack, there's too many shades of blue for my liking. Um, they're boring. Like you're The Titans, and all they have is a big T? I'd rather see big T Ahmed Johnson on the helmet than this boring T for Tennessee. Um, make it, make it the iron giant, do something fun, but it's boring. Instead, the white helmets are, are better, but nothing touches those classic oiler uh, helmets. I'm, I'm in a hundred percent agreement with Todd. Every, every, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Every one of those oilers helmets, whether it's the blue with the white rig, I could go down and rank those, which I'm not going to, because we'll be here two hours, but none of them are bad. None of those Oilers helmets are bad. So no. that's – and then you have two Titans. I understand because they moved to Tennessee. They became the Titans. I don't understand why they just don't swap with, with you know, uh, Houston again. Like the Houston uh, – the, the Houston Texans should be the Oilers again. And just give them that helmet. Concede. Here's the best – you know, one of the best helmets in the NFL. That is – that's so good. I – I do have a soft spot for the current or the white current logo helmets. Um, but for a, a logo for the team called the Titans, that is very small, very wimpy uh, logo. I feel it, like it, it it's their Titans. Mm -hmm. and it's it's a flaming circle T. Yeah. No, that is and it, soft. And it kind of steals a little bit of the Steelers with the three diamond, like the three diamonds on the Steeler helmet. They have mm -hmm. the three little flashes the stars. of flare. Yeah. yeah, the stars. I'm like, no. Like you're just you just seem to be stealing a lot of other people's helmets and made one helmet. Mm -hmm. And it's not copying A, get an A. Yeah. If you ain't got if you if you got two, you ain't got none. And that's mm -hmm. uh this is what this is. So uh, it is very good to see that you're in agreement, and uh, that was an actual painless uh, understanding right there. So the AFC South is done and dusted, which means now we go to the NFC South. You got the Bucks, 
the Ants, the Panthers, and the Dirty Birds. Uh, I believe Todd went first, or Todd went first last time. Uh, or Marcus went first for the start, Correct. so we'll flip it. We'll flip the field, and we'll start with uh, Mr. Roker. Uh, which NFC South representative would you like to start with? Hmm. Um. Let's start with the Atlanta Falcons, the the big losers of Super Bowls because <laughs> they can't shouldn't have took their foot off the gas. That's all I'm going to say. You know, um, twenty eight to three is a number. Yes, it is. That is a a big number. I'm going to say to start off with the worst are probably the 2020 current to current uh, uh, Falcons uh, helmets with uh, just the like it looks like the laser Falcon on the side. It's got those red neon like laser uh, effects in the wings and they have like a silver face mask or white. I'm not 100% sure on the color. Um, I really don't care for that. To me, that, that emblem for the Falcons looks like it should be the symbol for an alien race in Star Trek. When you have the big cosmic map and you're like, here's the Federation, here's the Klingons, here's the Romulans, and here's the Falcons over here in the corner. It just looks so stupid futuristic it doesn't it looks like a robot falcon it doesn't look like a real falcon so i'm not a a a fan of those um but if i had to say my favorite would probably be the 84 slash 1986 to 89 or 87 i'm not sure in my notes i have bad penmanship the now that's a falcon on a red helmet with the stripe going over the top it's the colors it's not the greatest helmet in the league but it is a nice uh, uh difference of colors and the stripe and the black face mask because some of them have a different color face mask it's red it's black it's white those are three good colors that's a decent helmet. i can get behind that marcus the best and worst so i'm going to piggyback off a of todd here with their worst being their current helmets if you're going to have a bird that looks like that, you can't beat a Falcons. You got to rename yourself the Nighthawks. It's mm. too it's too pretty for um for this franchise. It's um yeah, it's some of the integrity is gone. That's what I'm looking for. Some of the integrity of the Falcon, Mr. Falcon is gone. So, I'll 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 co-sign with Todd on on the worst. Uh but my favorite Falcon helmets um I might be a little bit of a traditionalist. Uh, not so much for traditionalists going back to the 70s, although I do love those red helmets. I'm talking about the Michael Vick era, uh, the 2003 to uh, 2019 helmets with uh, the red Falcon with with the white trim on black with the numbers in the back. I'm a big fan of that. Um, yeah, just... That's a, a good uh, a good era of Falcons football, I think. Uh, you have Michael Vick. You, of course, you have some downtime. You have Matt Schaub. You get Julio Jones is somebody I think of in that uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's updated. It's modern, but it's not too clean. Um, and I, I like I like the splash of red. So I'm with Todd. I, I think we're just flipped on our color variants. Um, 
But again, I could go either way because I really do love uh, the red helmets, and I love when they wear their throwbacks and they have the red helmets. So, uh, Tim, I guess maybe the tiebreaker is up to you. Yeah, I think this one's on you, Tim. Quite possibly. Um, and unfortunately, neither of you picked my favorite helmet out of it, so okay. I can't I can't piggyback off that. Um, I like the the black on black current uh falcon helmet Mm. um where it's the traditional falcon logo on the black helmet um i think that's really clean um but for me i'm gonna have to go with the side of an actual bird i i cannot uh i cannot go for laser birds of any sort laser beak um, a transformer there you go yeah i can't so unfortunately for marcus <laughs> the the 84 what was the uh what was the actual date range on this the 84 to the 84 and then 86 to 89 uh dirty birds uh are going to take it if it does come down uh to me so um that is that is my uh that's my heel turn of the night. Uh, Todd, it is... Uh, actually, no, you picked first. Marcus, where are we going? Panthers, Saints, Bucks. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. The Aints. Who that? Right. All right, best and worst. All right. Um, I really don't have a worst for the Saints. I actually dig all of their helmets. Um. If I had to pick a least favorite, maybe it's like the 69 to 75. But, I mean, that's just like if I absolutely had to pick a least favorite, I don't hate them by any stretch. Uh, But my favorite, and get ready for the third time in Big Brother history, um, I'm going to pick their 2022 alternates. I think they are fantastic with the Dino Bravo symbol. Right on the side of the helmet. It's not super big. Uh, I think it's um, perfectly adequate. But what really steals the show for me uh, is the whole bunch of Dino Bravo symbols going down the center of the helmet, collectively making a stripe. I think that is a unique way in the NFL to get a stripe without having to do a stripe. Uh, And the Saints... Uh, at least in, in my lifetime watching football, I know it hasn't always been this way for them. Uh, but for the last like 15 years or so, they've been a franchise about flash. Uh, they've, they've had a high power offense. They've had a really good defense uh, for a long, long time. Uh, this season, they're projected to have the best defense uh, because they're not relying on takeaways. But that's getting deep in the weeds. We're here to talk about helmets. So I love these these 2022, I guess, alternate helmets. Um, yeah, that's that's it for me. What do you say, Todd? Um, definitely of the least favorites, I'd probably go back all the way to 1967, like the early looks, but that's just because of the cheapness of the, the helmet. Like the stripe isn't flat. It's kind of got like a like a, a ridge on it, so I'm not even going back that far. But of, the, of my two favorites, 
the one was the one you choose chose the 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 new alternate but i do like the 76 to 8 is it 89 or 99 i get confused uh to 99 i do like uh because it it's got the black and white stripe over the top, the, 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 the Dino Bravo symbol, I think you're saying. I don't know what that means, but the Saint symbol on the side with the black face mask. I'm coming around on the colors of face masks. You really have to take those into account. I, I like that, but in my notes, I actually have it's that helmet and the new alternate helmet because I'm with, I'm with Marcus on it. I was initially didn't like... The effect on the top, because it's different, and that's what's throw. You know, like I don't. I'm afraid. I'm both. You know, change both angers and and, and scares <laughs> me. So I'm not, but I do like the look of it. That it comes to the V in the back, and the numbers on the back. Um, and because you said it's a stripe without being a stripe, um, you convinced me on that one because it looks really good. I'm going to come around and say it's the uh, the new alternate uh, modern day, never been worn as of this recording helmet. I am flabbergasted. You hate that helmet, don't no, you? No, I love this helmet. I thought this is too futuristic for you. For me? For you. Okay, yeah, because I kind of have a throwback sensibilities. Right. But uh, I, I've been to New Orleans and I've thrown beads, so I got a, a <laughs> affinity for that place. But how many beads have you received? Um, one set. There you oh, go. That's all you I, need. I will admit, I did, I did receive one set. Um, that's as far as we're going on that. But uh, so yeah, and I do like the whole thing, like you know how they rallied. This is like you know not helmet talk, but after Katrina and they won the Super Bowl and all that, I have a deep respect for New Orleans. Um, and if any, like if that's that helmet, actually definitely like summarizes the the city. I the look of it. I don't know how to explain it. I've been there. I liked it. That definitely represents. So Marcus. You brought me around. Man, my, uh, this, my this speech is, teacher from college would be very proud of my persuasive speech skills. I know. It's uh it's definitely interesting. Uh we're getting a long podcast around here, these parts. Uh it is now up to the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh Todd, it is your call. Last pick. What? No, we got one more, right? Well, oh, this yeah, is the last more, pick. Oh, the the, last next, the next pick. one is it's being made for you. Right. Technically, you can't make a pick because I'm making it for you. Technically, so I'm gonna we're we're gonna end on 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 the Tampa Bay. So we're gonna go with uh we're gonna go with the Panthers. Panthers, which is another one that does not have a whole bunch of helmets. Mm-hmm. As I check my notes with my terrible eyes, um, if I had to choose a worse. It's probably the 2012 to current, but it's only because if you enlarge on the picture, they have a glittery look, glittery look to their helmet. If you could see it and and nothing in football should say glittery, like actual glitter glitz. Yes. Glitter. No. So I don't like the symbol doesn't bother me. The symbol doesn't bother me in any way, shape or form, but the look of the helmet just looks stupid. The actual, uh, around the emblem. So the one I'm going for is, I guess it's the new alternate, uh, helmet, which is the 2022. They're killing it with these alternate helmets, that blue and black, even though I'm anti, 
like people trying to put black in their helmets or their uniforms because they don't. But those two colors together of the blue and the black with the panther is fantastic. Yeah, I'm with you on the least favorite. Um, I don't mind the glitter. It's just that they don't have any glitter or like even that silver color in their jerseys, really. Like Mm -hmm. their jerseys are very like white and like Carolina blue and black. So they're kind of missing the silver. So like, I'm not really sure where they get the silver color from. I wish there was more silver in their jerseys. I do like that jer- um, that helmet when they wear their alternates. I think it's a good pop because it's it's the all black with the silver head. I think that that pops a lot. Um, but I'm with you on the alternate helmet also being their best. Um, it's very simple, but it, it really stands out with uh, just the, the blue and black panther on black, uh, the all black face mask. It's got a little bit of white trim with the straps. Um, I think that's a good look. Uh, yeah, so I'm really a fan of their alternates. Uh, the alternates are really doing a lot of uh, heavy lifting this episode. Yeah. Tim? I'm right in agreement with you guys. The the three for three on this uh, for the common helmets. I'm just I'm sad that the stealth bomber jets aren't getting as much love uh, as they may have before. Um but the jumbo jet that we uh, picked from episode one is really solid. Um, I, I think it's a clean sweep on on these uh, these black and blue uh, beauties that they're going to roll out for uh, this season for sure. Yep. Uh, the all the agreement this podcast, especially on this back half, uh, mm. it, it warms my soul. Uh, but we are down to the final final of the episode it is the tampa bay buccaneers and boy do we go into two different extremes with mm. the the buccaneers uh it is either the swashbuckling uh true pirate spirit of the the flag with the pseudo skull and bones or are we going cream sickle jones with these uh, white with the actual uh, musketeer looking face on the side. Uh, Marcus, we will start with you. All right. So I'm going to go with my least favorite. Um, It's going to be the, I mean, it's really, it's really all of them with um, the creamsicle because I don't like red and orange together. If the helmets were just white and orange, I'd have no problem. But you add the red, and I don't like it. So I'm going to go with their 2020 to current helmets being their best. I like the chrome top. Um, They've also updated their jerseys to go with it, as opposed to their 2014 to 2019 helmets, which are kind of very similar, a little less chromey. but these ones that they have now, I just think they go with every every, every uniform they have. Uh, looks good. Looks sharp. Uh, of course, it represents a successful era for the franchise, even if that is to my own team's detriment. Uh, RIP Kansas City Chiefs 2020. Um, yeah, that's it for me, though. I love the creamsicle jerseys. Don't get me wrong. I love the creamsicle jerseys. But the red with the orange for me is a no-go. 
Marcus, we have never disagreed more in the <laughs> history of No Chance in Helmet. Boy, oh boy, because my least favorite, and I wish I could bring it up to the screen and show you, because, but it'll blot out with the, the thing, is it literally says, any helmet with the skull and crossbow. Uh. The No, the creamsicle musketeer, which I believe he has a knife in his teeth. Does he, or am I mistaken? I'm confused. He has something in his Yeah, he's got a, a weeping. Yep, he's got a weapon there. He is Is that a uh, is that a, a pressure gauge for Tom Brady? Yeah, it's yes, it is for the for how <laughs> inflated the balls are. Um, but yes, my favorite one is probably 92 to 96. Um, because of the the orange in the face mask. And then the stripe and the size of the t- the buccaneer with the with the feather and the look. I don't know if you know this. I'm a bit of a fan of a pirate motif helmet. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, but I look at that. The white you could use that with. Now that will work with the creamsicle jerseys too. Um, that is all around perfect. And I forgot how great those old school helmets were those I, I oh so good so good so it looks like i have to come in and be the bearer of bad news here and i'm torn because i love both of them so much um i love the the fabio pirate on the side for the the retro creamsicles but i do love the the skull and crossbones flag um now especially this this logo wins championships and the other wears bags on their head hey this one wins logos the other one wins hearts okay that's that's the very true um but if I have to be the the harbinger of bad news on this instance as well, I am going to side with Marcus, oh. and I'm going the skull and crossbones uh, helmet. A bit of uh, an upset for the Buccaneers. A uh, bit it, of an upset. I think people a, would have a, predicted that uh, the the friggin' uh, cr- uh, creamsicle helmets to go far. Yeah, it's a it's a one one a scenario for me. If I could, I would happily put this this Buccaneer pirate helmet in place of a sorry team's helmet. Mm-hmm. I would happily just like, oh, the creamsicle helmet jumped another another team in the back uh, before the playoffs, and they've entered <laughs> into their spot. Oh no, the, the Colts the are out. Yeah. Oh no, poor Colts. Uh, but here we go. Here's here's the Buccaneers again. So, um, but yeah. So the skull and bones for me from the current the current helmets make it uh, for me. So, I guess yeah. my PayPal didn't get through in time, but it's nah, okay. It didn't okay. make it. You sent it to three guys from nowhere. You didn't send it to me. So there you go. Uh, friends and fam. You know, friends and family. Of course, we're all friends and family. We are for certain. So. Three conferences, six divisions in the books, and week four, we go home. The NFC and AFC West. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we've got some 
heavy hitting teams heavy in both both divisions uh the cardinals the rams the 49ers and the seahawks as well as the broncos the chargers the raiders and the chiefs uh i feel as though we're going to have a lot of conversation on one division and not a lot of conversation on another. I just, I have a hunch could be me, uh, but uh, that's, that's where I think we're going to be netting out uh, for the next week. So uh, to put everything into a bit of perspective, what we're going to do um, and I'm springing it on these boys uh, right now, but once we have the playoffs set and we have our team from every division, we will take our playoff bye week. We will put polls out on social media to see where the fans go. And we'll actually let the listeners of No Chance and Helmet play a part should there be a tie for any of these play-in divisional championship rounds. So after next week, once we put both Wests in, we'll see what's the best of the Wests, best of the Souths, best of the East, best of the Norths. And then when we come back afterwards, it is full speed ahead. And uh, we there will only be one, much like Highlander. We will get uh, get down to the bottom of it and see what is the number one all-time NFL helmet. Um, Todd, Marcus, do you guys have anything to plug? Anything going on? Uh, just Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, and the Patreon, Joe. So, Joe, don't get mad at me. I'm going to the Patreon. We talk about uh, previewing the past 30 years ago, what was going on in comics. And since this is a podcast that will go on forever, we also watch movies and discuss them. I won't say which ones we're doing because you never know what we're doing what year. That's all I got. Well, for sure. There's the, the, the series uh, they've done before, Six Never Seen Movies, mm-hmm. where Todd picks six movies that Joe has never seen. Joe picks six movies that uh, Todd had never seen. And I believe the last time you covered this, the big main event was Joe. And was it you in the Matrix or was it Joe in the Matrix? Joe in the Matrix and me was Dick Tracy. That's right. Um, and current as of like this recording, I think you guys are the Piro Mounties. Yep. Doing the f- film, uh, uh, films of Mark Piro, who started off his career with a Polish vampire in Burbank, which is the movie movie he's probably best known for. But then like all the movies that he did after that. And it's, it's really fun. I say, you know, as little as a dollar, you can get in and get our shows. And for $5, you can get uh, all that the week it comes out. And after dark in the correct listening order nailed it and that's how you got to do it if you're gonna do it you be a big boy and you pay your five dollars and you get your machine you get your machete order correct and get your get your long box heroes after dark in the correct listening order uh it is a definite nice treat to get that early in the week to hear uh todd and joe uh wax eloquently about nothing uh so much fun marcus what you got going on uh just for me and you buddy i feel like there is a fair intersection of wrestling fan and nfl helmet football fan 
so if you like professional wrestling and you want to hear myself and Tim talk a little bit more about that, you can listen to us right here on the soon-to-be-named network with Final Wrestling Place, where we put the nouns of professional wrestling, that's right, people, places, and things, and we give them arbitrary red points and green points, and we assign them into either the good place, ding, or the bad place, uh, and also after every WWE premium live event or AEW pay-per-view, you can catch myself and not the tool man, Tim Taylor, over on the North-South Connection podcast feed with Viewer's Choice, where we tell you what to watch and what to skip and hopefully save you a little bit of time. I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, there's there's so, so much to cover. Uh, there's so many quality podcasts, especially here on the soon-to-be-named network. Uh, give it a listen. Between, between Todd's offerings and Marcus's offerings, plus... Uh, Hit My Music, We Need Wrestling, Wings on Wings, Profane Arguments, Puzzle Warriors 3. There is literally something for everyone on the network uh, at STBN Network on Twitter, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can. It's at Roker the Joker for Todd, at the Wrestling Speakeasy for Marcus, if you know, you know, at Not the Toolman for me. We will be back here next week, next time, next episode for the West, the Wild West. And we will see how the West was won. Always keep your helmets on. Life's tough. Wear a helmet.